Wow. We are back for another installment of My Daddy's a Lawyer podcast. It's been, you know, quite a while. Quite a while. Yeah, we're back though. I'm excited to be back. This is going to be great. We're back. Back to the podcast. Back for another semester here at Baylor. Yes, sir. Baylor University. Second Bears University. Second Bears, man. Second Bears, yes, sir. You know, walking around campus being back, I mean, I love being back, except it's been cold and I hate the cold. But you know what I, I have noticed? What? I think one out of every five people now on campus has... A leg brace. A leg brace? Yes. Why do you think that is, Ryland? With you know, your scientific mind being a business major. <laughs> you know, being the, the university that we are, we're pretty, most people here, you know, little come from a little bit of money, and I would have to blame it on all the family skiing trips everybody took over the break. Really? And, has it, and most of these kids, you know, little, get a little... Have a, have a few drinks, go out on the slopes, you know, end up messing some stuff up. But. That's definitely true, yeah. I could see a Fiji doing that, absolutely. You know, that's, that's the thing about My Daddy's a Lawyer is, you know, the name just really represents the university. And I've had some interesting conversations with people lately about, you know, the name for this podcast. Yeah. And people always ask me, you know, people kind of get it, but they're like, you know, what, what really is the story behind that? And I'm just like, just... Walk on campus one day and just look around and just see the knee braces that are from very expensive skiing trip accidents that became more expensive after the accident. And then just see, you know, just see all the wealth and all all the people walking out their AirPods and all that. The AirPods. AirPods. And just tell me that you don't think that most of these kids' dads are not a lawyer. You know what I mean? For sure. You have to be proud. I mean, the AirPods just give it away. Like, even right now, we're recording this podcast on AirPods. I don't have a computer or a recording device. It's just... AirPods. I actually take my notes audibly out loud in class using AirPods. So oh. I don't have a notebook. I save money by buying AirPods. Um, it actually was more spent. It doesn't matter. And doesn't so basically matter. what I do is when the teacher's talking, whenever they say something, I will just, I'll say it really quietly into my AirPods. So like I have a little button. You know, it's just, it's a great time. It's very efficient and it's not as much for the notes as it is for the clout. So I walk around oh, campus. For sure. People look at me and they're like, wow, that guy has wealth. And I'm like, you're right. You know, so it's just, it's a great time. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm just really glad to be back on this podcast. It's been a while. You know, had a couple episodes, test rounds going out last semester, and we're back at it again. Back by the way, me. this episode brought to you by Ligma Livingstone herself. So, <laughs> sponsored, we have an official sponsorship. Don't tell her I said that, because it's not official yet, but in our minds, it's official. So. Yeah, I actually saw Linda the other day. I was walking to my uh, Business 3101 class, and she just popped up right out of the corner. Like, hi, Linda. I'm insanely glad I didn't see her walking away because I would not have been able to talk. Yeah. And that lady is just so amazing. She just makes me so nervous when I see her on campus. She's a legend. She's a legend. Linda Legend Livingstone. She's the face of the university. You know, sure. In a way, she's the face of this podcast because this podcast is the face of the university, but she's the face of the university. So it's like a triangle. Does that make sense? Yes. It's a logical triangle. I totally get it. We should change our logo to, you know, a cartoon version of Linda. Of <laughs> like no one can <laughs> <Lovely. laughs> We can put her uh, with the with the sailor bear like above the, above the little swords. That's yes. not a bad idea. Just Photoshop her in there. Yeah. We'll get our Photoshop guy on that. We have a lot of, our, we have a dedicated staff and crew for this podcast. Yeah, Definitely not a little ragtag. You know who we need? We need to hire a new guy. We need yeah. a new fact checker because I feel sure. like we make quite a bit of mistakes each and every episode. We do, yeah, we do definitely. But that's the that's the price of going into it, you know, with not very limited preparation. Oh, but yeah. I also think that makes it more raw and genuine, you know. Like Gordon Ramsay says, it's fucking raw, like stuff like that. <laughs> you, know, you want to you want to emulate that. You don't want to emulate Gordon Ramsay because we haven't really reached the point where we've done enough episodes where we're really tired of each other and we yell at each oh, other yeah. about yeah. where's the lamb salt and stuff <laughs> like that. And so I just feel like. I really try to emulate not Gordon Ramsay, but that one that one scene where he's like, "It's wrong," and like, because 
you know, it just comes off as more genuine, and I feel like our audience really appreciates yeah. that. I'm more of a uh, Guy Fieri guy. Guy Fieri? Guy, guy Fieri. Guy Fieri guy. Yeah, that guy, mm-hmm. he just parties, but... All right, so, of course, we, we got to touch on it. We got to touch on the bowl game. We do. We do, because we, you know, Charlie, Charlie Brewer. Charlie Brewer. Ran the man himself. And threw tra- almost 600... Yeah, I had almost 600 all-purpose yards. That's insane. That is pretty insane. Yeah, especially in this memorable offense, which is not known for producing prolific quarterbacks necessarily yeah. or prolific offense at all. You know, really, I feel like Baylor under Matt Rule has just been a team where, especially this last season, where it's like we just barely are better than the other team. You know what I mean? If we're gonna win, we're not gonna win by a lot, and if we're gonna lose, well, other than OU, we're probably not gonna lose by a lot or West Virginia too. Never mind. I'll yeah. take that back. But. So I was actually, you know, I was at the game. I went and supported really? Baylor down in Houston. And uh, one thing I will say is, dude, we, Charlie, our offensive line, there were a few drop passes from receivers, but, man, our That's offense good. played phenomenal. I know. Char- Charlie Brewer was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at the stats after the game, we scored, Baylor scored more on Vanderbilt than any other SEC team did. Is that um, true? That is true. I was unaware of that fact. That is, that is insane. Thank you for enlightening me. Yeah. And so you know, people, people in the SEC are always talking, SEC, we're the best, you know, we got Alabama, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they get real quiet because yeah. all they have is Alabama. Yes, I mean, sir. Texas walks yeah. in, uses big dick energy against Georgia. <laughs> I mean, I, I grew up in Austin, of course. I'm right. still going to root for Texas. Not when, they're, not when they're playing Baylor, but if they're playing an SEC team, I hate the SEC. Yeah. So they walked in there, and I know the score was actually pretty close at the end, but there was no chance mm-hmm. Texas was losing that game after the first half. Like, oh, wasn't it like 28-7 to seven at one yeah. point? Yeah. yeah. There's no chance Georgia was no going to come back. Georgia's not a team that's built to come back like no. that. You know what I mean? No. And that was crazy because Texas, while they did – um, playing the Big 12 championship game, and they had a strong end of the year. At the beginning of the season, you know, nobody really looked at Texas and was like, this is a team that can compete. Yeah. Loses to Maryland, you know, yeah, stuff like Maryland that. Yeah, lost straight up. I mean, yeah. it, it sank the hearts of all yeah. Texas fans. But I do want to say one interesting fact, one interesting tidbit about Matt Rule, Baylor football. So, we lose, we go to Austin in the middle of the season, and we play the, the University of Texas at Austin Longhorns, and... <laughs> I'm sure Matthew McConaughey is there. I'm sure oh, he's yeah, hyped. Sure. Not wearing, you know, with all the body odor, everything included. Because he actually doesn't wear any odor. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. And so, uh, great actor, though. And I'm getting off topic. What happens is we go to Austin, and granted, we do play most game against their backup quarterback, but we, we only lose by six points. It was a great defensive effort. Yeah. A great effort on our part. Um, some questionable calls, but I, I'm not so hung up on that. So we lose to UT on the road at their stadium in Austin by six points. And what happens so, is Georgia... Wait, does that mean we could have beat Georgia? Hold on. I'm, let me get there. So what happens? We're almost there. I so Georgia, Georgia meets the team... Georgia, the team that plays Alabama in the SEC championship game, two, like tooth and nail, right to the end, right to the end. Georgia's in that game. <gasps> Georgia's winning in the fourth quarter, right to the end, and then Alabama comes back, but Jalen Hurts wins it. And Alabama, obviously, the team that everybody all season thought, even including myself, I thought they would be Clemson. I thought like, they were one of the best teams. Everybody thought they were dominant. I thought it was the best Alabama team we've ever seen. True. And then, too. yeah, whatever, that guy's best. But anyway, so Georgia loses an SEC championship game in a really close hard fought game against Bama. And then all their players get on Twitter and talk about how they should have made the playoff yeah. because they lost to Bama, who was a yeah. really great team. 
And then what happened, and so that's a big, me- that's a big media story. Yeah, and then what happens is Georgia goes down to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl, and they play Texas, a team, uh, second best team in the Big 12, yeah, but like they weren't, they weren't showing that all season. You know, nobody, nobody thought Texas was going to win that game. I genuinely did not think Texas was going to win that game. I thought it was going to be, if Texas was going to win that game, I thought they were going to have to come out on their A game. Right. And I mean, they did, but even if I don't, I just don't think Georgia was there. Yeah, Texas has been inconsistent, inconsistent all season at best. They've been yeah. good, but inconsistent. And so they really would have had to put out a consistent effort there. And they beat the crap out of Georgia. Just the ever-loving crap out of Georgia. They win by, they're up 28-7 to at one point, but they do end up winning by 27 points, 28-21. to And so, just to wrap this all around, what happens is Georgia loses to Texas by 7. We lose to Texas on the road by 6. They lose on a neutral site. And so what that means is that we're one point better than Georgia. So we are almost one of the best teams in the country. Top 10, possibly, next year? Top 10, not rule coach, Baylor Bears, Sigmund Bears? I, as, you know... I mean, that means we would only lost by, what, like, 12 points to uh, Alabama? Alabama, I feel like Georgia, uh, didn't Alabama win by, like, 6 or 7? Like so we would have only lost to Bama by 5 or 6 points. You yeah. Know, I do believe that. I know, I that's crazy. That. Yeah. Potential SEC champions next year, Baylor Bears? Some, can, somehow, yeah. If they invite us to the conference, they yeah. should, because we have all the tools and resources. But and all the lawyers. Going into next year... You know, we're getting some key guys back. Charlie Brewer's going into his junior season. Mm-hmm. You know, I really think mm-hmm. I really think we're going to creep up into the top, at least the top four in the Big 12. Right. Like, yeah. I really think we can do it. I think Texas and mm-hmm. Oklahoma definitely going to be the top two teams. Again, I think it's going to be a battle out there. I think Texas is going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I'm mm-hmm. probably feeling – probably feel like it's going to be West Virginia in the three spot. Then right. I really do think Baylor – Baylor can get up in that really? number four spot. I do. Right. I will yeah. right now. I'll put money on it. Really, I'll put, put money, money on it. So any of you listeners, all oh five god. of you, wanna wanna hit my yeah. line and <laughs> I can make a bet. Oh my god, that's gonna be a big bet. Yeah. All fifteen people contribute. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I generally I agree with you on a lot of those points. I feel like Oklahoma just with their coaching staff and their scheme. They're, they lost some good players, but they're going to be hard to beat because yeah. they can replace players at this point. And they have Jalen Hurts. That's true. He yeah, is transferring there. Yep, I got that notification. I yeah. that Bleacher Report notification. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Oklahoma is going to be hard to beat. Texas, I agree with you. They're really hot, and they're only going to get better. I feel like Ellinger's playing at a really high level, which is that a, that's the key factor. He's a good kid. He's a tough kid, yeah. But um, I think it's going to be OU, Texas at the top, maybe West Virginia. I think TCU had a rough season, and they may bounce back a little bit. Okay. Oklahoma State may bounce back. The rest of those teams, you have Tech is kind of a wild card because they fired yeah. the coach, and um, who ended up getting a much better job. That yeah. was kind of weird. Insane. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know if he deserved that. <laughs> yeah, and then I think Baylor can be up there in the mix of the top four or five. In my opinion, we showed a lot of improvement this past season, oh, so that sure. was great. That for was sure. a hell of a season for, for yeah. Baylor, but well, especially improving six games. Um, mm-hmm. Winning a bowl game, that's crazy. Winning a bowl game yeah. after a 1-11 season. Coach Matt, Matt Rule has done a phenomenal job. And yeah. doing that phenomenal job, he actually you know, got a few reports that he was actually being looked at for the Jets' head coaching job mm-hmm. over the break, which yeah. I was scared about. Really? I was like, don't take my coach away. Yeah. He's not been here long enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You have to think that's going to be a problem. Uh, just if we continue to improve, we continue yeah. to stay at the same level, that's going to yeah. be a problem. Because last season, even after 1-11 season, he was interviewing for the Colts head job. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. He's yeah. very much like an NFL-style disciplinarian coach, from what I've heard. And so I bet it's really attractive for, for NFL teams, for, for them, for his job prospects. Yeah. But, yeah, so 
that has to be an issue for recruiting and stuff like that, where teams can use that, other teams can use that to their advantage. They're like, oh, he's going to leave anyway. But you know what? I feel like at Baylor, we're not the best program in the country, <laughs> but we have a good enough program and good enough infrastructure at this point that's much improved over oh, yeah. five, ten years ago to where we uh, we could hire a good guy out there. You know, we're, we're not a bad program. We're a good program. Not I think we're in good hands. Yeah. I want to circle back to that Jalen Hurts uh, transferring to Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, phenomenal quarterback. I, I do believe he is a NFL caliber, caliber quarterback. He has the really? arm. I feel like he's a pretty decent pocket passer. Okay. And he's just a he's a big body as well. Yes. So what I'm gonna what I'm predicting is he's gonna he's gonna be in Heisman talks this coming really? year. Really. So <laughs> Oklahoma, this past year. Past two years, two Heisman quarterbacks back to back. First time that's ever happened. Yeah. But now with Jalen Hurts coming in, it's final. It's going to be his final season. Mm-hmm. He could possibly deliver Oklahoma their third straight Heisman Trophy quarterback. True. Which would be insane. I mean, okay. it's going to be. Of course, it's going to be hard for him to do that. But I really feel like he could do it with really? the high caliber of Oklahoma's offense. Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like they could do it. And also. Jalen Hurst graduated from a de- with a degree from Alabama this past December. So what is this dude going to be doing? Except practicing Except football. Except practicing <laughs> football. Getting ready for the NFL, yeah. He's going to be practicing football, and he's going to be banging girls. Oh. And all this man is going to be yeah. doing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Oklahoma is probably a step down in that department from Alabama, but I don't know. I, well, to be fair... Transition. <laughs> so <laughs> we, can't, we can't say too many good things about Alabama because... We're about to trash them. Mark Lyles, that's me, your resident Baylor basketball expert. We have a game this Saturday, 11 a.m., January 26th. Mark it down in your calendars. You want to know why? Because we're going to be on... Okay, can I get my fact checker? Yeah, it's true. We're going to be on national television. National television, ESPNU. If you have ESPNU, you probably have ESPNU. Technically, it's national television. Is it national television? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, ESPNU. Yeah, exactly. If you have ESPN on your on your TV, you, you most likely have ESPNU. It's like a 90%, 99% chance, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, everybody has ESPN. Let's just right. Anyway, so Big 12 SEC Challenge, which features a lot of big games between Big 12 and SEC schools, like, for example, Kansas, Kentucky, Kansas State, A&M, games like that. So, you're Baylor basketball bears, so come Bears, Hoops Bears. Um, really on a roll lately, on a three-game win streak, which doesn't sound that impressive. But the Big 12 Conference, arguably the best basketball conference in the country. Really, really rigorous, even with a small amount of teams. They're all, all the teams in the Big 12, for the most part, are pretty good. And so, that's the thing about the Big 12, is you can go have a 500 winning percentage in conference play in the Big 12 and still make the NCAA tournament because you have a strong resume. Because the conference is just so loaded. And so... Baylor, actually, as of this moment, they started off the season pretty rough, 9-6 and six start. Uh, out of conference play, first game of the year I was there, we lost to Texas Southern at home by three points. Not a great time, but, you know, they've really been improving lately. Makai Mason, 29 points on the road against West Virginia on national TV again. You know, getting that clout, being in the Big 12, it helps. And so, we're going to be playing Alabama, uh, who is also a pretty decent team. Avery Johnson, former head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, <coughs> Alabama nice. coach, nice. and also the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, so that's going to be a big game. Y'all want to show up? That would be pretty lit, and we just gotta get the Feral Center rocking. You know what I mean? We're not gonna have that much longer with the Feral Center as they are building. There's plans. 
I don't want to say anything. There's plans to build a new basketball stadium that, does that I've been hearing about. The, the yeah. plans look gorgeous. I'm exactly. pretty sure it's already, you know, it already got built. I think it's already pretty finalized. The yeah. plans are, so they just, they have to get the funding and they have to, it's going to take some time. I'm pretty sure they got the funding, but. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, we're in the last few years of the Feral Center for yeah. sure. So, not the best stadium, but a lot of great memories there. A lot yeah. of great victories. Yeah. Yeah. But the Bears has it right now, 12 and 6 on a three-game winning streak. Uh, second place in the Big 12 behind Kansas and Kansas State by one game. We're tied for first. Yeah. And, you know, we're in really good territory. Yeah. And we could possibly, if we play, if we keep saying hot, the Scott Drew coach, Baylor Bears, we could potentially win the Big 12 and be the first team to win the Big 12 in the regular season uh, other than Kansas in, I think, nine years. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Thinking back to all those memories at the Ferrell Center, I mean, losing to Blake Griffin and from Oklahoma, losing uh-huh. to... Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. <laughs> all these great Texas. players, great, all the time. great, great times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, basketball, we're uh, we're pretty hot right now. Yeah. Second in the Big Twelve. I mean, that's really impressive. That really is really impressive. How are the Lady Bears doing? Do you know? I do know how the Lady Bears they're are doing. doing the Lady amazing. Bears are being the Lady Bears, and that's they're really all amazing. you have to say about yeah. them. They're doing great. I they have they, only lost one game all season. They knocked they off lost. UConn. That's true. Snapped UConn's like a 127 game win streak. Yes, which is the UConn was on a 120, I believe, six game win streak. Uh, it was either in the regular season or regular season and postseason combined. I can't okay. remember. But it, that's still impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That's basketball program for women in the country by yeah. far. It's not yeah. even close. They're really a dynasty if, if you've ever heard of a dynasty. And so, yeah, we played them at home January 3rd. Got that easy dub. It wasn't even that close. You know, we won that game. And uh, we out-rebounded them, or no, it was points in the paint. I think we scored something like 50 points in the paint. They had like nine. Wow, that yeah, was impressive. So, yeah, it was a really, really big, uh, great, impressive <clears throat> win. And yeah, so we've only lost one game, and that was to, I believe, it was Stanford on the road. Wow. Pretty close loss, but yeah. they were one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. Top five, top ten team. Early in the season, we always get our jitters out early in the season as a team. If you follow the Lady Bears. So it looks like we're going to run the table in the Big 12 yet again, which we do all the time. So awesome. that's going to be easy. Awesome. And of course, with the uh, the starting of the spring semester, that means baseball's coming up. You know, you that's know, true. I'm all about baseball. I'm all. I'm gonna be all about <laughs> great American basketball. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be all about the Bears this season. Shay Langlier's coming back. Amazing player. Okay. Probably gonna be drafted in the first round this year. First round. First round. Like there's a lot of rounds too. There are. <laughs> wow. There's like that's forty rounds. I know that's but, too many rounds. <laughs> you know, it probably is too yeah. many rounds, but. You know, watching, going out, and I've watched a few spring. I watched a few of their uh, their uh, fall games, right? And even during warmups, Langley's just you can just tell there's something special really? about this kid. Yeah, behind, behind the plate, his pop time, and you can just the way he carries himself. You can right. tell. You can just kind of tell with those guys. Yeah, just you know, I feel like it's like a lot harder to tell. You know, great players in baseball from great players in football. You you watch a game, you watch Kyler Murray play, like electric. You can mm-hmm. tell. You watch baseball, and you gotta really see little things that right. you know put and players above each other. Right. And Langlers, you can definitely, you can definitely yeah, tell. For sure. But uh, of course, my favorite player on the baseball team, Paul Dickens. Paul Dickens. Paul Dickens. The legend himself. Former roommate, Greek guy. Oh, wow. I mean, he's just he's the best. He sounds like a great guy. He is. He yeah. Is. But, Paul uh, Dickens is gonna dick him. That's that's one thing you can count on. All yeah, season, he's gonna dick him real good. Yeah. He actually, I saw him today. Really? Yeah, first time I've seen him this semester, but he uh, rolled his ankle the other day during PFP's pretty uh, nasty ankle sprain, pretty oh black no. and blue. Yeah, I'm hoping that heals up fast. Yeah, hopefully. But uh, I guess, uh, you know, of course, we got we got to talk about the uh, the big game going on. Yes, sir. Next week. Yep. 
the uh, sports go sports go sports. Woo. I mean, this is kind of this episode has definitely turned mostly into a sports. Episode. I know we're. I think we're slowly transitioning from a sports comedy podcast to a analytical sports data yeah. strategy. I don't I, even know. We have yeah. even like. <laughs> usually, we try kind of hard to be funny. Huh? I know we. I I think we were trying really hard in our first episode, and yeah. it actually it works pretty yeah. well. I mean, we are pretty funny guys. <clears> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna try and act like I'm not very conceited. We, I mean, we make each other laugh. So yeah, that's all that matters. When I look into your eyes, Ryland, I feel like I'm home. Yeah, I'm not me too. Lie. I mean, oh, when, I, oh. <laughs> when I walked into econ the first day of class, I was praising God that you were in my class. Yeah, I saw you from across the room, and I caught out. I was like, yeah. hey, Ryland. And you turned yeah. to me, and I, the look in your eyes, which is a look of hope. So it's just something like, you look into Jesus' eyes, and that's what you would see. So you, know? you just feel like you're home. Like you're wow. Savior. That's, I know. That's, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's that was too far. I'm sorry. Far. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Don't mean to invoke the name of the Lord in our very Christian podcast other yeah. Baylor Baptist campus yeah, yeah. but uh so back to sports <laughs> back to sports back to sports sports I love sports sports we have the uh Super Bowl going on that's true next weekend so you know what that means commercials commercials my favorite part yeah commercials no, that's actually, gonna be great it's gonna be Tom Brady winning his sixth Super Bowl are you a Tom Brady fan I love that man. You're part of the one percent that likes the Patriots. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady is a saint. Oh, he's a saint. He's no, a he's saint. a patriot. He's a saint. No, Bill Belichick might be the devil, but Tom Brady is a saint. Uh, good thing he's actually not a saint for real, because they got a little straight over here. I don't know if you saw that. That was yeah. Rough. The Saints, they for sure did. I think the problem is that you know you can be mad if you're a Saints fan that your team got screwed over by the refs in that game. But also, they had a good season, and also, if you're a Saints fan, chances are you've either been to New Orleans, lived there, or regularly visit New Orleans, and so, like, you're having a good time already, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, living in Waco, I mean, it's different, you know, being a fan of a team, because we don't get to go home to our homes in New Orleans at the end of the day, no matter the score, so, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that call, the, the pass interference missed call, I don't, I don't know how, I, don't, I really don't know how... The refs didn't see it. Textbook passing. You watched the replay from downfield, and there's literally two refs within five yards of the play happening. I saw people trying to make the argument that there it was like not catchable, or but I feel like it was, and I feel like he got or like he hit him like after the ball sailed. I feel like he is passing interference. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like that was the case. Yeah, I would have gone for pass interference. I mean. I don't even know what the ref's argument could have been. Like, yeah. Blocking? There's no. That just doesn't make any sense. Maybe they sport. just forgot they were refing football. Maybe they thought they were refing another sport, and they're like, "Oh crap, our bad guys!" Like, uh, yeah. sorry, we thought it was like we thought it was handball. You know, like that's. I don't know if that's legal in handball. I don't know much about my handball rules. I haven't read up on those uh, recently at all. But maybe, um, maybe rugby. Rugby? I don't know. Rugby, uh, that is actually totally legal. If it okay. has to come your way, you can hit. I'm pretty, okay. sure, that, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Well, they it's might a physical have been, sport. They might have been rugby referees and just, you know. Rugby referees. Threw all the zebra stripes for a game. Man, I don't even know if rugby needs referees. I don't even no. know if there are any rules in rugby, to be honest with you. You know, I actually saw something where the Rams defender who made that hit um, he came out after the game in the post-game press conference and Instead admitted he was trying to interfere because he had gotten beat on the play by the receiver who ran, went running his route. Yeah. And so what you want to do if you're a DB in that situation or a defender at all is if you get beat and you know the ball's going their way to the end zone, you want to interfere so you don't like give up a touchdown and you want another chance to stop them. Yeah, As for a sure. Defender, it's a smart, for play. Sure. smart play if you're getting beat. 15 plays is better than 6 yeah. points. And so 15 he, yards is better than yeah. 6 points. So he comes out and admits he was trying to interfere <laughs> and that still wasn't enough. But 
Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't know. That's fine. At least I'm not a Saints fan. At least, well, I mean, I'm a fan of a team that didn't. Both their starting quarterbacks broke their legs this season. So yeah, we didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, a rough season. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm a fan of a college football team that did great and won a bowl game. Yeah, yeah. we are. Charlie Brewer, by the way, forgot to bring this up earlier. I think it was the third most total yardage uh, Baylor quarterback has ever had in Baylor history in a game. In a game. Behind probably RG3 and Bryce Petty, if I had to probably, guess. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Two of the, are uh, probably to the two best quarterbacks in Baylor history, RG3 and Bryce Petty. Probably. So that's good territory to be in if you're yeah. Charlie Brewer. Only a sophomore coming back next year. He's got an improved O-line. He played great in the bowl game. Shout out to them. So it's going to be great. Yeah. So with the uh, with Super Bowl coming up, I don't know if you're a betting man. Super Bowl. I'm uh, a betting man. I will bet bit. five or ten dollars on stuff occasionally. Solid. It makes it more fun. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get an addiction and lose all my money. Oh, for sure. Have. Yeah. But uh, you know, all the all the Vegas odds and everyone's putting Patriots as a favorite, which I mean, it's it's tough to get bet against tough to bet against Tom. Yeah. Tough to bet against Tom. But uh, you know, the game coming up, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be has a chance to be one of the best Super Bowls. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh. I do. You know, what I think is that there hasn't really been a lot of talk about the Rams this year. There At least from what I've seen. They've been one of the more under-the-radar good teams yeah. in the league. Everybody wants to talk about the Chiefs, especially, because yeah, that's a great talk, story. They want to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they want to talk about the Saints, who is a good story, just because they have all this offensive talent, and they have all these weapons, and their offense is so efficient. Drew Brees having one of the best years of his career. Yeah. And, and nobody really wanted to talk about... People want to talk about the Patriots, because beginning of the year, they looked a little off, and yeah. they picked it up, and right in time for the playoffs, like they always do. Everyone everyone thinks Tom Brady's washed up. Yeah. Obviously not. Obviously not. He's still putting up stats, being productive, but nobody want to talk about the Rams and it yeah. confuses me because not only are they one of the best teams in the league obviously one of the best two at this point and but they're in one of the biggest markets in the country you think they get like the media center of the world and you think they get like a lot of media coverage and they really just haven't I don't know why they have some star power they've got you know they've got a uh, Jerry Goff they've got Todd Gurley they've got Aaron Donald a lot of great defenders who have big names they have a lot of big name players and nobody just wants to talk about them. I think they've flown under the radar and I actually think that's going to work to their advantage because they probably have a chip on their shoulder being as they were the team with the reputation along for a long time under Jeff Fisher that would go 7-9 and nine every year. 7-9 and nine was synonymous with Rams football for the longest time and then they finally got out of St. Louis and maybe rebranded a tiny bit and they got a new coach who is Sean McVay, former Redskins amazing. tight ends coach. Amazing, amazing player. Yeah. Amazing um, yeah, coach. Exactly. Smart so, yeah, they've got one of the best coaches in the league, if not the... Uh, I don't want to say the best coach in the league. The best young coach in the league. They've got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. They're a very balanced team, and I just don't see... You know, why people aren't talking about them more, and I think yeah, it's definitely hard to bet it's, against Brady, especially in the playoffs where he shines yeah. the most because he yeah. just saves that old man about geriatric body and just, <laughs> just throw one more pitch in the game. No, but I think... Uh, I think it's hard to bet against the Patriots, but the Rams have as good a chance as any team has against the Patriots yeah. in the Super Bowl. I mean, in the standings, the the Rams were, the Rams and the Saints were only, the only two 13 win teams mm-hmm. in the league this year, and I mean, I truly have not heard much about. I mean, of course, I heard about Todd Gurley all year. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, fantastic player, fantastic running back, but I mean, Jared Goff did great this season. I I don't know. Maybe it's just because you know. Even being in L.A., it's not I – don't, I don't think they're focused on football. Right. They're not focused on yeah. football. There. I mean, they have, the, they have the Rams. They have the Chargers there. Mm-hmm. I mean, two teams just, at once. Two teams at once. And, you know, 
really didn't feel like either yeah. of those teams got the got the praise they truly deserved. The Chargers had a great season too. They did. They yeah, lost they did. to yeah, they lost to Tom Brady. I mean, Philip Rivers is zero and eight in his entire career against Tom Brady. Yeah. Philip Rivers can't win in, in the playoffs. No. You can blame it on him as a quarterback, but I, I mean, also it probably has something to do with the teams too. But you yeah, know, that was the criticism of Los Angeles and the market for Los Angeles for the longest time when they didn't have a single team. Yeah, was when teams were always every year almost it seemed like every offseason teams would consider moving to Los Angeles, and it was just people were concerned that there's so much other stuff to focus yeah. on and do and entertainment in Los Angeles that nobody would care about a football team. Exactly. Just crazy because the NFL is like one of the biggest businesses. In it's the, the biggest, one of the biggest sports businesses, if not the biggest, and one of the biggest businesses in, in America. So yeah. It's crazy. And so, yeah. The, uh, you, did you know, uh, I don't know, here's a little bit of trivia, but uh, do you know who the quarterback for the Chargers was before Philip Rivers? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Can you imagine? I mean, Philip Rivers, he's a solid quarterback. Oh, yeah. No, 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 I'm not he's a away productive regular season quarterback. Yeah, but can you imagine giving up Drew Brees for mm-hmm. Philip Rivers? Yeah. I don't think you could talk to a single person and they'd make that trade nowadays. I still forget nowadays, like from time to time, that Drew Brees ever played there because he's yeah. so synonymous with New Orleans. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. He's yeah. like the Drew Brees. Is, when you imagine Drew Brees, you can imagine him in nothing but. Black and gold with yeah. a number nine on his chest. On Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras. Uh, yeah. Flashing his nip nips a little bit yes. for the crowd. I bet everybody yes. would love that. Yes. I bet he's got some nice nip nips. Throwing out beads like crazy. Austin Native, by the way. Oh, yeah. All those Austin. Austin Native quarterbacks are, oh, yeah. are just so great. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Charlie Drew, Brewer. Drew Brees, Charlie Brewer, Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger. Baker Mayfield. Baker. Man, just Garrett Gilbert, Super Bowl champion. I don't know if you remember him. I hated Garrett Gilbert. Oh, I SMU remember, legend? Yeah, SMU legend. <laughs> Texas bust, but yes, I remember Gary Gilbert. Yeah, um, yeah, just you know, a lot of great quarterbacks come out of that, like Travis Westlake rivalry. That's kind of insane, unprecedented. Huh? Wow. Saw a podcast getting back, right? Saw a podcast. Yeah. You know, I really do enjoy doing this with you. I hope any of the five or six people that listen, mm-hmm. you know, they enjoy it too. I mean, I hope they yeah. learn some things, maybe get a chuckle or two. Yeah, that'd be um, great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, I hope my mom will will listen to at least five minutes of this podcast when I send it to her because yeah. I'm I, well, I send it to her each time and I'm not exactly sure if she opens it. But well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you would think your my mom would support me. It's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope people learn some information, get sportsy information mm-hmm. about you know on this podcast. And I think um, yeah, you know, I'm I just wow, I'm just really I'm really titillated right now. I just can't I can't understand. Or understate, you know, the, the sensations and the feelings flowing through my body right now from, from head to toe. I just, I'm filled with sports and knowledge and I'm just filled with just love for my, for my Baylor Bears, Baptist, Sickland Bears University. Oh, yeah. And especially for Ligma Livingstone, our generous sponsor, <laughs> who offered us literally zero dollars to make this podcast because she hasn't responded to my emails. Which is normal because I do send her a lot of emails and I bet she's annoyed, but it's not a big deal. So, uh, before we, before we go, I want to talk about, you no know, two more things. Mm-hmm. One, I'll do a quick plug right now for, uh... Baylor women's lacrosse team really starting their season up. Yeah, wow. They uh, start their season uh, February third against against Texas at oh, Texas. Oh, at Texas. So you know if you're feeling like you're making a drive down to uh, Austin, great city. Oh, Austin, everyone can afford an hour and a half of gas. Yeah, everyone can afford everyone that. Can do that. Especially great. to see Baylor women's lacrosse. Yeah, no, for sure. Like a uh, lot, a lot of great players. You know, it's going to be a super intense game. Yeah. I don't know a lot about a lacrosse. I doubt. 
You do. No, I know a lot about lacrosse because really? lacrosse is really, lax is really just a lifestyle. It's just something that you don't choose, it chooses you. I was chosen by the lax lifestyle at a young age. I never played it competitively, um, but I do have cousins in Massachusetts who, who play it and they showed me how to throw a lacrosse a ball wow. using the stick and it was really hard. I did that for about 10 minutes and gave up. So really lax is just in my veins, just something I've always grown up knowing. Yeah. Um, it's just, the thing about lax is, um, you watch it for just one time and it just takes you over. It compels your attention. I'm, I'm really hoping that happens. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ready to go watch. I, uh, like, I'm a full-blown lacrosse toot at this point. lacrosse toot that's yeah. great. Women's lacrosse groupies. Yeah. Let's get it. Yep. But, uh, so yeah, come out, support the Lady Bears lacrosse team. I'll see you there. I'll give you a high five if you come out. Oh, yeah. I'll have the My Daddy's a Lawyer podcast t-shirt on. T-shirt, yes. Actually, sir. I do have a women's lacrosse t-shirt. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It's really tight-fitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That, uh, that's good, though, because I bet the, the women's lacrosse team needs some cheerleaders. So you can oh, go out sure. there in your tight-fitting outfit and just yeah. and maybe make uh, an embarrassment of yourself, which is, I'm sure you're used to that already. But. Yeah. I mean, every every day I'm a walking embarrassment to my parents. Oh, really? But No, that's okay. Also, before we leave... I'd be embarrassing if they care. What? What? Nothing. <laughs> also, before we leave... Right, before we leave... Um, I hope some of y'all have Hulu... Because Mark's drilling his eyes at me, but there's a show on Hulu called Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Yep. And it is quite possibly the funniest, most well-written... It is greatly written. I'll give it Canadian that. TV show of all time. Maybe the best thing to come out of Canada since uh, Ice, actually. Just ice? pure ice. Yeah. Definitely better than Justin Bieber. Oh, uh, we don't talk about him anymore. No, come on. He's very talented as an artist. I love he's not better. better. He's he's yeah. very talented. He had a phase where he had to push the commercialism to the young girls. It's not his fault. He was a little kid trying to make money for his family. For sure. Now he's moved on. Whatever. We're not gonna talk about yeah, it. But whatever. He's Posty's best friend now. And then we yeah. all love Posty. Oh, Posty. Yeah. Posty, especially here on Baylor's campus. Posty's the Posty's our guy. Exactly. Posty. All right. Well, Mark, it has been a pleasure doing our third installment, first of the semester of My Guy's Lawyer podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, hope all y'all listeners out here have a good semester. Yeah, make sure you work out your glutes, do some glute workouts, it's really important. Um, maybe um, do some squats, some weighted squats, you know, stuff like that. I love leg, I love doing legs like I love winning. Oh, really? For real. I love doing legs like I love my beautiful wife, who, by the way, should be listening to this. And Karen, if you're there, um, please, uh, let me see the kids. Alright. 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 Bye. Bye.